Hey, it's Neville Medora for Friday, December 3rd, 2021 with a stupid email, which stands for swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and do over. Let's get started. So first of all, with the swipe, this is a 1969 ad that shows that you can drink Dr. Pepper, get this, as a hot beverage. <laughs> it actually tells you in the copy to prepare the Dr. Pepper by getting it boiling hot or steaming hot and then pouring it over thin slices of lemon. Hot Dr. Pepper. Um... I've never seen this catch on personally, but the point of showing this ad is that showing different uses for your product is definitely a great way to boost sales. I used to do this back in the day when I owned a rave company with a thing called rave balls. And what rave balls were, were actually just light up golf balls, <laughs> but they also had all these different uses. You can use them for Halloween and people use them as decorations. Uh, kids use them as little night lights. And so I showcased all the different uses of these rave balls, these light up golf balls, and they actually sold quite well for other purposes other than just golfing. And this Dr. Pepper ad that I showed above reminds me of when Campbell's Soup would promote drinking beef broth as a cocktail-like drink. And they have this really interesting image of like a cocktail being poured, and it's just beef broth bouillon from Campbell's Soup. They called it Soup on the Rocks. So showing people other uses for products that they may not know of is a great marketing tactic. So here's a thought. I saw this post from uh, Foundation Inc. on Twitter, and it made a lot of sense. It says content marketing has come a long way from 2010 to 2021. And it says content marketing 2010 blog posts. And that's, that's pretty much what you did. And then content marketing 2021 is SEO, social, outreach, podcast, distribution, case studies, landing pages, email marketing, YouTube optimization, and so much more. And this is totally true. I remember writing blogs in 2010 and content distribution was mainly just writing a long blog post and hoping people shared it, or maybe you can ping other people to share it. And now there's just so many more channels and methods to get yourself or your company in front of others. It's, it's pretty cool. I love it. So here's something uplifting. Um, I recently downgraded from a MacBook Pro down to a MacBook Air, and it was the perfect decision. So if you don't know, the MacBook Pro is like the high end of the high end of laptops from Apple. And the MacBook Air is kind of like what college students would use. Now, when the MacBook Air came out, it was when Steve Jobs was still alive circa 2007, 2008, and it was the most perfect computer ever. I remember getting one, and it was, it, it was everything. It was light, it was small, it was super thin. It was kind of the full package. However, it was always underpowered compared to the MacBook Pros. So around three years ago, I upgraded, or I guess, quote unquote, upgraded to a brand new MacBook Pro from the MacBook Air because they weren't really adding anything new to the MacBook Air for a long time. So there was, it was just kind of like a slower computer and I do video editing on my computer sometimes. I'm a power user, I'm on there eight or 10 hours a day. So the MacBook Pro was a good laptop, but only good. It was never great. There was a lot of things I didn't totally like about it or just kind of lived with. So it was a good laptop. It served its purpose, but it wasn't fantastic. So during some recent travel, I crushed my screen and had to grab a new uh, laptop immediately. And so I was watching a couple of quick videos reviewing the new MacBook Airs, which I've always loved. I thought it was the perfect form factor. And now the MacBook Airs have been upgraded with this new M1 chip. And so I was watching all these videos comparing my the version of the MacBook Pro I had with the MacBook Air. And this new MacBook Air smokes my old computer by like 3x. It's kind of wild how much an improvement this M1 chip is. And so with this N1 chip, the prop, the MacBook Air's only problem was being slower. And now that it's fast as hell, the MacBook Air is literally the full package. I've been using this computer for a couple of weeks 
There's literally not one complaint I have. Not, not one. I can't think of one thing I do not like about it. I mean, it's astonishingly fast. It's way lighter than the Pro. The MacBook Pro, the current new one, has uh, HDMI ports on it and all this stuff that I probably would never use. A lot of people complained about the, the MacBook Pro having too few ports, but honestly, I don't use any of them ever. So it's like, I'm not really sure uh, what I need them for. Um, the MacBook Air has insanely good battery life. My MacBook Pro, I remember always having to be have a charger nearby. Um, I thought it sucked in battery life compared to the MacBook Air. And this new MacBook Air, I mean, I think I've charged it twice <laughs> and I've had it for a few weeks. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Um, and it, honestly, it just feels like I could use this computer faster just because it's it's so fast. It's so snappy. Just things like snapping between different uh, programs or different tabs on your browser is just, I don't know how to describe it. It's just faster. And then um, I remember that the 2008 MacBook Air was the most perfect computer ever. And this just returns that perfect form factor. I mean, the keyboard's better. It's got the, the old school like squishy keys. Um, the touch bar on the Pro was useless in my opinion, that little digital touch thing. I remember thinking like, all I use it for is a static touch bar. It may as well just be keys. I never use it for anything else. Um, the front lip is lower. That always bugged me. The MacBook Pro would like dig into my wrist. This new MacBook Air does not. And the new MacBook Pro is crazy heavy. And unless you're doing like crazy hardcore professional video editing, you do not need it. Also, this MacBook uh, M1 crushes editing 4K video on it and everything. So unless you're like a super crazy video editor or something, I'm not really sure why you would need the MacBook Pro. I mean, these, these new Airs are incredible. Anyways, I'm very happy with it. Uh, hope that helps you make a decision. I'm a huge fan of it. Anyways, uh, here's a picture. I've been dog sitting a bunch lately, and here's one of my favorite little guys. His name's Poe. Uh, he's black little Shih Tzus, black and white, and I dog sit larger dogs, and I like them. And don't get me wrong, there's some benefits to having a larger dog, but these small dog things are kind of convenient in a lot of ways. So small dogs like Shih Tzus, they don't shed. They're hypoallergenic. They're easy to tire out, so if you want to make them go to sleep, easy to tire them out. You can fly on a plane with them. They're easy to transport in a car. You just literally put them on the seat or put them on the ground of the, of the, by the seat. Whereas a larger dog, you know, they, they have big nails. They might rip up the seat and all that kind of stuff. It's also easier to get people to dog sit them. If you have a big old dog, there's only a couple people you probably know that can actually take care of them. Also little dogs don't need a gigantic play area. And here's one of my favorite things. This is a little bit contentious, uh, but they aren't strong enough to be dangerous. So I just dog sat a pit bull who sent two other dogs to the hospital in two days. Uh, someone was fostering them and it bit their dog and sent it to the vet and then it got adopted and then bit that person's dog uh, pretty severely and had to go to the vet also to get stitches. So um, I'm not against big dogs or pit bulls necessarily, but I don't like the fact that some of these really big dogs, they are strong enough to be dangerous. And while they might be well behaved, sometimes they, I mean, if they snap, they can really snap. And I was in 2013, I was attacked by a hundred pound pit bull. And um, the dog I was walking was almost killed, like nearly killed. And then I was also attacked and had to go to the hospital and to get rabies shots. It was a whole big deal. So I kind of like that these small dogs just, uh, they're not strong enough to do anything. It's kind of nice. So people often say that small dogs are yappy and annoying, but I think that's generally a problem with the owner not training them well, more so than the dog, because I've met a lot of these quiet little tiny dogs too. So anyways, there's pictures of Poe. I like it. He's cool. Uh, here's something interesting. I'm on the lookout to buy a, sol a small software tool for next year. So starting 2022, I was trying to think my goals this year and next year. And I'm like, what could be fun? I thought it'd be fun to buy like a, an existing small tool or business or something like that. 
and apply good marketing to it and grow it and document it. I think it'd just be like a fun thing to talk about. So it'd probably be like preferably a small software tool or a small Chrome extension, or it could be something like a WordPress plugin. It could be something on Product Hunt that some developer made and then just kind of like left to flounder. And the current places I'm searching are Empire Flippers, Flippa, and Micro Acquire. And then I'll also be uh, browsing Product Hunt in a couple other places. So if you know of any cool little software tools that maybe you've made or someone you know made and kind of given up on or would like a partner in it, uh, reach out, nevmad at gmail.com or respond to this email. I'm on the lookout for next year and, and we'll see what we can do. And of course, I will document the whole thing. And let's do a do-over. So in a private forum, uh, MR, those are initials, was talking about her e-commerce store that sells spill-proof cloth covers for car seats. And a lot of the images on the product page were very generic. The pages were doing okay, but we're trying to boost the, the conversions. And so this is a common problem I see with e-commerce store owners. They don't really mark up their images. And if you notice on Amazon, a lot of the images are marked up with arrows or lines and text. So a standard photo is fine, but it's often better to include a little bit more information in an image by quote unquote, marking it up with text like this. So as you can see, it's the same exact image as before, except it has some arrows and says, spill proof cloths, protect seats, cutouts allow, seat belt through, easily drape over any seat. You know, it just gives a little bit more information. And that was something that we did over in uh, the forum. Someone was asking about their images and we mocked a couple of them up inside the forum. So it's kind of cool. So a single image can tell far more about the product in this way. Anyways, this is the stupid email for December 3rd, 2021. I hope you enjoyed these little tidbits and hope you have a happy Friday. My name is Neville Medora. I will talk to you later.